Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen, all you New Yorkers. Excuse me. Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Well, we have Professor Dershowitz on. Yes, he, is. On. he has joined us. We have Professor Alan Dershowitz, of course, Harvard Law School professor emeritus and also uh, the author of so many great books. Professor Dershowitz, really quick, because your new book, of course, is The War Against Jews. Uh, there has been some big action of late, um, especially going after some of these protests. You have been on the front lines. By the way, did you see the comments that Susan Sarandon made? Apparently, she's now been cut. Just in the last few minutes, uh, there's a report that she's been cut from yep. her Hollywood agency because her comments saying now uh, Jews know what Muslims feel like every day. People are like offended incredibly. Well, she's uh, been a racist, an anti-Semitic racist for many, many years. And I know even people in her building now in New York are are worried about her being a neighbor because she has said she wants Jews to be afraid. Now, if I have grandkids living in her building and she wants Jews to be afraid, I don't want her in my building. I sure don't want her in my company. I sure don't want her in my films. And the real question is, has she contributed to Hamas? Because as we know, anybody who gives one penny to Hamas has committed a federal crime. And I think that some of these um, methods of giving money that are untraceable, I hope will come out in this plea bargain and we'll see who's been using these various alternative methods of paying to get money for Hamas. And it doesn't have to be direct. It can be indirect. And my view is if you send money to Gaza now, you're sending it to Hamas and you know that. Now, of course, the stepdaughter of the vice president of the United States um, is in charge of a charity that sends money to uh, Gaza. And uh, we have to look and see. Uh, You're entitled to send money if you think it's really going to help kids. But if you know that that money is going to be stipend off and used to send rockets into Israel, you better be watching a little bit over your shoulder as to whether the Justice Department is going to be looking into it. Because anybody who provides material support for a designated terrorist group is guilty of a crime. Now, do you also what do you think about also some of these agencies, some of these U.N. agencies that also uh, have been giving funds? You know, I mean, that's amazing. And it's coming, by the way, some of the money is coming from the White House to these U.N. agencies. And now it's and it turns out it's teaching this preaching hate and education there that's creating uh, this generations to come against Israel. Well, look, I wouldn't give one nickel to the International Red Cross. I used to give to the International Red Cross, and then I did a little research and found that, of course, they were pro-Hitler and pro-Nazi during the Second World War. They deliberately covered up Hitler's crimes during the Second World War, and now they seem to be pro-Hamas. Now, I know that one of the deals that has been made to free hostages includes maybe the International Red Cross interviewing some of these hostages. But they haven't done it up to now. That's what they're supposed to do. They immediately go to Israel and interview anybody who's in jail, 
in Israel, but when Hamas holds people, the International Red Cross has not done its job, nor have many of these other groups. Even Doctors Without Borders has been covering up for Hamas crimes. Every doctor in every Gaza hospital had to know that their hospitals were being used to house Hamas soldiers and rockets and terrorists, etc. And they've looked at the TV cameras and they've lied through their teeth to Oh, we we never saw. We never knew there was a Hamas person. There's a videotape of a Hamas guy wearing a Hamas uniform, walking into the front door like he owns it, carrying an RPG, carrying a rocket launcher as if it happens every single day. So, of course, every doctor who worked there and there's a doctor from England who worked there for three months and said everybody knew that there were places in the hospital you couldn't go because Hamas was guarding it. And if you went there, you'd get killed. So there's a lot of people who are responsible, a lot of people who are at fault. The United Nations itself, the Secretary General of the United Nations, has provided aid to Hamas by some of the things that he said. And the United Nations has acted disgracefully. You know what Abi Ibn once said about the U.N.? If Algeria introduced a resolution that the earth is flattened, that Israel flattened, that it would win 126 and 78 with 23 abstentions, and he could name every one of the countries that would vote for it, abstain, or vote negative to it. That's how horrible. The yeah, United they've States had such a history. In terms of and everybody, um, yeah. we're talking to Professor Alan Dershowitz. Judge Weinberg? Alan, it's Richard Weinberg. Let me ask you a question. The negotiations sure. going on right now about a yeah. hostage exchange. What are your thoughts yeah. on that? Well, I don't like it. I wish that, uh, that the United States and Israel had both 30 years ago, 40 years ago, announced unequivocally we do not negotiate with terrorists. End sentence, end paragraph, end page, end book. That's it. I think there'd be fewer negotiations, fewer hostages taken. But we've gone down a different road. Now we negotiate. And so Israel has no choice because it's democracy. If you're not a democracy, you don't have to listen to the cries of the parents and relatives of the hostages. But if you're a democracy, you have to. In the end, do these things improve or, or, or hurt the situation? When when Gilad, the young man, was exchanged for 1,500 murderers, that was not a good deal. Yeah, I mean, and that was the IDF uh, soldier, of yeah. course, years ago. Yeah. Professor Dershowitz, we have Rudy Washington, former deputy mayor of New York. Yes, Professor, how, how are you? Um, good, and you? You know, I've been listening to some of these college students uh, when they interview them, and I'm yeah. just amazed at how uninformed they are. I heard one young lady said, Netanyahu needs to release the hostages. I, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And, oh, that's and, not surprising. That's and unbelievable. No, yeah, and, and nobody, nobody's really looking at TikTok. We know that that's a Chinese platform. Oh, no, they I, are. They're looking at, they're praising bin Laden on TikTok. Right. Well, they're the ones I, programming our young people. So when we well, hear those kind of comments, you know, we really need to think about that. Professor Joshua, that's a great point. College instructors are no longer teaching their students how to think. They're propagandizing them and telling them what to think. Many, not all, but many. And the schools are part of the problem. They've created structural anti-Semitism, anti-Israel, and anti-American attitudes. Everybody is a colonialist. Everybody who's white has privilege. Uh, It's become so doctrinaire and so propagandistic that white people are spending $70,000 sending their kids to college. Now, if they take STEM, okay, you know, science, technology, engineering, and math, they can learn something. But if you take political science or if you take history, you're not learning anything now. 
you're being told what the history is supposed to be, even if it bears no relationship to the truth. It's politically correct propaganda. And that's been a terrible thing at major universities. And these are our future leaders. 20 years from now, these people will be running for president. All right, they'll be sitting on the bench, Professor. Yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely. the scary part. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Professor right. Dershowitz, right. thank you very, oh, very much. A pleasure. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, Happy you too. Always great to have you on. And his new book again is War Against the Jews. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.